Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show, an Apple exclusive podcast where we talk about teeny tiny every possible information about the Apple ecosystem. I'm your host Harshanki, a marketing nerd who likes to eat, breathe and survive on Apple content quite literally. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing one of the topics that has always remained uh, highly controversial when it comes to the Apple ecosystem. Because then there are people divided into two groups and a lot of heated arguments keep going on there. There's never an end to that discussion. But then again, it's the Apple ecosystem, right? If it's not talked about, then are we even talking about Apple? <laughs> okay, without clearing out, without, without, without keeping you guys in so much of suspense, we're going to be talking about why and how has Apple not entered into the gaming industry ever. Reportedly not entered into the gaming industry. And uh, what is Apple's perspective entering into that competition anytime in the future? Now, this becomes one of the most important and highly requested, mind you, highly requested topics for the podcast because considering how the M1 revolution is going on and how incredibly fast the products and the gadgets are coming up lately, it's high time we talk about that, right? I mean, that's what gamers need, a high-end PC, a high-end laptop. So let's see if Apple can actually uh, or maybe has plans of doing something like this in the future. Or what is Apple's strategy? So this episode is going to be for all those hardcore gamers who were very happy with the ASMR videos of the gaming setups but did not really like the arrangement. I mean, what even are gaming laptops? Okay, see, do not hate me for this, you guys. But I'm not really a fan of how gaming laptops and gaming devices look for that matter. You can never tell what is it, a robot, a car, a a gateway to Area 51, some secret device that aliens are sent. You can never, never, never tell the other, but... Okay, I'm not gonna come out so harshly on that because you guys will hate me then. Before I enter into the episode's detail and try to break down Apple's strategy related to the gaming industry, you know what to do. Connect with us on our social media channels. We're available as iGeeks blog. And if you want to read all of this, now just download our app. If you want to connect with me in person, then hit me up on Instagram. I'm available as Harshanki with an extra I. All right. So coming back to why and how, or what is Apple's agenda when it comes to the gaming industry? Okay. To start with, now, millennials might remember. See, I'm a Gen Z, but I'm a proud Gen Z because I'm an Apple fan and I remember this. It was the year 1996 when Apple first ventured or tried to enter the gaming industry. And that happened with the help of this device called Python, P-I-P-P-I-N, if you remember, that Apple had collaborated with a Japanese company and tried to make and launch a gaming console. They claimed it to be a gaming console, but I'm not going to give my opinion on that. And that device is announced and launched and it is considered as one of the biggest failures that Apple as an ecosystem has ever witnessed. I'm not kidding. Ever witnessed, you guys. I mean, they hoped that the launch is going to sell 300,000 units, but only 42,000 units were sold. That is really, really bad. And that's what is making it as one of the worst selling Apple products of all times. Its production was stopped faster than it was started. That's how bad the device was. That's how bad the gadget was. That was the first entry into the gaming industry. 
Now see, there are a lot of reasons, okay? The device had a lot of flaws. But then there are a lot of articles and blogs written about that. And I'm sure you also know about it. It's the mindset here that we're going to talk about. And it's a strategy that we're going to try to break down here, okay? So, see, Nintendo had been in the market since what? 89, 1989. And people had started liking that. People had started loving that. That's why when Apple came with their own device, no, and when this crazy obsession with the gaming consoles and everything started, Apple's device tanked. And the first impression of Apple from the 70s, like the moment Apple launched with the colorful logo and stuff, the first impression has always and always been that Apple is meant for professionals because it's sleek, it's very professional looking, it cannot handle the gaming stuff. You know, stuff like that. Apple was meant to target corporates. It was meant to target a certain section of the society, despite of it being the most amazing designs you'll ever see. And having those vibrant colors and stuff like that. So Apple, see, stereotyping Apple to a business or a corporate device would be a, too harsh. That's very harsh a statement. But more or less, they were on the same page. And that's why... People did not really accept the fact that Apple is coming up with a gaming console. Now, it could have changed. It could have really changed had Apple made an amazing product and it, the product had done the work. Because, see, people can break the stereotypes. People can change the impressions if your product turns out to be good. Okay. Again, that did not happen. So that forced people to keep believing in Apple's impression of a very corporatish brand and not really meant for the gaming people at least. Similarly, Apple also had this impression that it is not meant for coders and developers for a very long time, right? Until we had these high-end Apple gadgets, high-end Apple Macs and MacBooks. And that changed the perception of people, especially after M1 was introduced. But M1 is a little too far in the future. I still want to talk about one important event before we switch to the M1 revolution. It's not that Apple has not had any success, okay? The failure that Pipin gave Apple was so big that Apple did not get into any of that for another long period of time. And then it's not just having the bad product or being stereotyped as a corporate brand, there were a lot of other factors also, right? On the management side, the management was bad. Apple had this ongoing uh, journey of having one and the other product failing after the other. So there were a lot of other stuff that had to be changed and taken care of. And this is the 90s we're talking about, the time where Newton also was a product announced by Apple and boy, did it tank bad. So when all of that started getting better, Apple picked out a niche and the priority for Apple as a company was to turn those red figures into green, to turn that red graph into green, to keep making profits, to keep, to get the people to buy the Apple product, to create this feeling of wanting to have something, right? And that is where Walkman's uh, replacement or as we know today, the iPods were introduced. That just made people fall in love with something. It began... Apple began to position themselves as something very hip, very cool, something that cool people should own, something that upcoming, like modern, coming-of-age people should hold. And, of course, the corporate souls, because that's how stylish and sleek the Apple products were. 
that is what they focused on and once they started that strategy worked amazingly well right it worked perfectly well and that is when they started to put on more and more uh, ideas they started brainstorming and followed on that strategy stuck on that strategy and kept making the products a little bit that is why as important the back end or the processing and everything is for apple equally important is how that device is looking and how the design is looking Imagine if Johnny I wasn't there for Apple, right? Things would have been extremely different. Extremely different. When we think about Apple as a company, you know, and we talk about the older days, Jobs or Wozniak are not the only people that are remembered, right? Johnny I also has a different reputation to themselves. They have a different image to themselves that no one wants to break. People remember him for a different thing. but now we have gotten into 2000s and gradually sliding to the mid 2000s and that is where something really exciting happened that is when uh, people started believing that apple products can be used as gaming devices again this is not a time where uh, people believe that apple is venturing into the gaming industry but that was just an add on to the apple product it would be amazing if you guys can guess the product but i'm talking about the launch of iphones the launch of iphones changed the way people looked at mobile gaming changed the way people looked at apple as a company and made people interested in the mobile gaming feature of it okay disclaimer do not hate me for including iphone on mobile gaming in the gaming episode because i know all you pc gamers out there are going to really hate me for saying this but hey we're not just talking about hardcore gaming okay we're talking about apple venturing into gaming be it mobile gaming and or any sorts of gaming right i mean we also talked about a gaming console and gradually we are going to be shifting to the the topic that i have been waiting for like how is apple going to transition into giving us high end macbooks or high end imacs for gaming but you have to hear me for this before okay yes so coming back to the iphone the launch of iphones completely changed and just i mean the people look at gaming industry differently people started believing okay iphones we can play the games right and as the iphones kept getting better and better as apple arcade kept having more and more games more and more companies started paying attention to that and started developing games just catering to the apple audience or just catering to the iphone users that is where things started getting better and better and then apple also had an advantage right iphone has an advantage of uh, giving us oled screens and better screens and better displays not oled liquid retina liquid retina display and better screens and better resolutions and better fps so a lot of things started getting better and better as we progressed in the future and this is we have uh, ventured into what 2010s um, like our decade the last decade oh my god it just hit me hard that the last decade is already over and we are into the third decade of the 21st century oh my god yeah so anyway the last decade like the late 2018 19s and 20s those were the times like gradually people had believed that okay apple is a company who is capable of producing devices where games can be played but this was still restricted to iphones okay 
the sales had massively improved there are a couple of developers who are earning millions and millions of de- dollars annually forget annually millions of dollars monthly just by creating games for iPhones who doesn't remember the epic versus apple lawsuit right i mean it was the talk of the town it was the talk of the town for a good 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 time of the year so a lot of things like this have been happening but it still did not change apple's impression of um, a company that can produce gaming devices and a company that can produce gaming macbooks and gaming imacs despite of having some high end previous devices out there now comes the m1 revolution the revolution that completely changed the way gamers coders designers everybody looked at apple laptops looked at apple pcs the macbooks the imacs completely changed you guys because these babies are so fast that they are capable of playing any high end game you can ever imagine any high end game okay so all these years windows had an upper hand because they were able to manufacture very high end gpus and processors and rams and stuff like that to be able to play those high end games but then they turned out to be bulkier heavier and just like i mentioned like how i'm not a fan of that i'm I, the, the area 51 secret devices like they started looking like that right and people got to the impression that okay maybe you need a bulky device maybe you need a heavy device to play a game that kind maybe you need stuff like that a lot of those things were true until the m1 revolution happened and that is when people started looking at things differently gamers were tempted to test the m1 macbooks gamers were tempted to test the m1 um imacs and the successors made it even better and bigger and stronger and this is how apple has successfully without us knowing entered into the gaming industry now see if you ask me is apple ever going to have a gaming specific device my answer is going to be no it is not going to have a gaming related device that is not happening apple here what they are trying to do is they are trying to build a multi purpose device which is helpful and suitable to everybody out there okay and then whatever suits your need the best that is the product you buy that is the imac you buy that is the macbook you buy and that is apple's strategy now which is working perfectly well perfectly well because a lot of people have started looking at these products differently and have started investing in these products okay however see this is often discussed but the cost turns out to be little high of these apple products and that is why a lot of people are still not transitioning to apple products for their gaming needs when compared to the other devices but hopefully that will change in the future too and maybe the world look, will look differently at those m1 ultra imax in the future another subtle hint of how apple is going to enter into different professionals of that industry see i'm not a gamer but would i play game on my mac yes do i need a high end gaming pc maybe if i'm playing dota to other than that not right so there are a couple of things that only professionals need there is there are the amateurs then there are 
someone who knows it but who doesn't have a higher need and then you have the professionals right so we are intermediates here so we may not understand it but professionals professionals need high end devices to get the job done right and the pro lineup that apple had all these years was catering to professionals of certain kinds was catering to professionals of certain industries but after the overuse of the pro word no like it's being used everywhere everywhere ipad iphone max it's been used everywhere they have subtly introduced studio the mac studio and this is where things i hope will be different because now and pause this pause this episode right now and watch the commercial of studio display and mac studio not studio display work the commercial of uh, mac studio it is meant for professionals the commercial itself mentions that this device is catering to professionals who need a high end system so now in the future you are going to be seeing a lot of successors to the studio hopefully the mac studio and maybe a different lineup with the title studio with the with the suffix studio of macbooks hopefully even iphones that are catering to a certain professionals in 5 years from now i'm forecasting this hoping this to be true in 5 years from now you'll see a different setup of studio which is only catering to professionals and it may not be odd then when we don't have an iphone uh, say pro iphone 18 pro but there is an iphone studio version available for all the professional content creators out there so apple is getting to conclude this episode apple is getting to a point where they are making a one device fits all system and see it's not that the m1 powered macbooks cannot handle high end games right of course they can handle the high end games but then there are again professionals who need a more rigorous a more rigorous uh, system that can handle the games and all like you know like having that set up and then recording asmr videos and stuff like that so they need things like that so for people like us who stand on the intermediate level in the gaming industry the usual macbooks and imacs are just fine but for people who need those higher things mac studio is something that you need to look out for and hope that they'll be successes It's sad to inform this to you but you're not going to have a different lineup catering to the gaming industry and Apple has never done that. Let's not talk about the 90s and 90s was a very weird time. Apple has never done that. Apple will never do that. And now after Tim Cook they're focusing on this one size fits all concept. So they are going to be manufacturing devices like that. You just have to see if it is able to meet your financial budget. and if it is suiting your requirements then fulfilling the purpose that you're buying it for and that's pretty much it that's how apple's opinion is about entering into the gaming industry and that's what i believe please feel free to share your opinions connect with us on our social media channels we're available everywhere as igeeks blog and if you want to chat with me you can hit me up i'm available as harshanki with an extra i on instagram Do not forget to download our app. We have all of the school information and written format and a lot of more how-tos. Obviously, one or the other giveaway is always live. There, so just don't miss it on that. And I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content, possibly breaking down another rumor or who knows, talking about stocks for that matter. So don't forget to tune into the iGeeks Blog Show. This is Arshanki signing off. Till then, stay safe, stay connected.